The readings today are all about shepherds. We have good shepherds and bad shepherds. It applies to popes and bishops and priests. It applies to moms and dads as well as you shepherd your little flock. We hear in the scriptures today from Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, there's nothing I shall want. He leads me in green pastures and restful waters. Our first reading today marked off the bad shepherds. Woe to the shepherds who mislead and scatter the flock of my pastures. You have scattered my sheep and driven them away. You have not cared for them. From the gospel, we see the good shepherd. Jesus sees the crowd and they're like sheep without a shepherd. So let's talk about these shepherds. Why do we need shepherds at all? Well, we need shepherds to keep us on the right path. It's so easy to stray into errors, to keep us going towards God. It's so easy to become lax in our faith, even to give it up altogether. As you may know, many people living up and down your streets, those garage doors didn't open this morning. They've given up on what they once believed and held close to feed us with what is good and true and beautiful. The true faith is beautiful and fulfilling. Far from being something imposed on us, something to make life harder on us, the true faith actually sets us free. In fact, walking in the faith, walking in the truth, walking in love, somehow makes the sun shine brighter, the sky seem bluer. It gives, it gives us hope, gives us a sense of adventure. It gives us something to look forward to. It gives us a bounce in our stride as we go forward throughout the day. The faith does this. It's part of the effect of the faith. Good shepherds stop us from doing what is wrong or hurtful to others. It's so easy to fall into sin. Sin is so appealing to us. We, we want to do it, even things that are wrong. We need a shepherd to tell us that it's wrong, to remind us. We often have a mind of our own. We get into things that aren't good for us. We go off the path. And Jesus wants to keep us on the right path. And that's why we need a shepherd. That's why we need Jesus. That's why we need the church. On the other hand, what does a bad shepherd look like? A bad shepherd is one who either leads the sheep astray himself or simply lets them stray. He doesn't feed them on the best food, doesn't defend them from the attacks of the wolves. You know we live in a culture right now that hates the church, wants to destroy the church, because the church says that the things that it, the society is doing are wrong. And the church is hated for that. On a spiritual level, this means that a shepherd must keep the people from straying from sin, feed them with the truth of the gospel. Sadly, there are many leaders, some priests, who do not preach the fullness of the gospel. They change or soften or ignore certain teachings because they disagree with them, or it's too controversial, or it's too hard for the people to accept. It's easier to ignore or to soften them. For example, there are those who will say, there's no hell. God would never send anyone to hell. Or if we have to believe there is a hell, no one really goes there because we're good people. We're nice people. Yet you find Our Lady of Fatima showing the children of Fatima the vision of hell with souls falling into the, the burning embers. And you say, hell is real. Jesus speaks about it. Our Lady reminds us of it. Hell is real. And those preachers who would say there is no hell... They're deceiving themselves, and they're deceiving us. There are those who would say that contraception is fine. You remember that is the keystone of the entire sexual revolution, the fundamental culture change, the breakdown of the family, the strangeness that you see going on with, with all of the strange gender studies and all the rest going on. The root of that was contraception. That was the core. That was the key. That was the fundamental error. Nobody wants to talk about it. It's inconvenient. It's a hard truth. It's hard to believe but that's where it's led us to. We want to we set that all aside. 
then nobody really wants to say that abortion is fine. We'd rather it went away. We don't even want to talk about it. But there it is. We find those who are saying homosexuality and its behaviors is normal. The living together before marriage is fine. Divorce and remarriage is fine. The Eucharist is not essential. Boys can become girls. Girls can become boys. And if the church stands silent before these evils, we are being bad shepherds. These are very grave evils. They undermine the family. They undermine our salvation. They undermine the church itself. One example of being a bad shepherd is a priest. Father James Martin, publicly outspoken, Jesuit priest, very much pro-homosexual. He frames himself as loving and welcoming. In reality, he's a bad shepherd who's leading many people astray. He teaches that homosexuality is good and normal. And that's simply not true. The Bible is the con and the constant teaching of the church reminds us that homosexuality is disordered, that homosexual acts are intrinsically immoral. We must not be allowed to go there. This is something we don't approve of. Again, woe to the shepherds who mislead and scatter the flock of my pasture. Either the church has been wrong for 2,000 years or Father James Martin is wrong and he's a bad shepherd. It's that significant. Stay away from, from bad shepherds who oppose church teaching. They're not loving and welcoming. They're dangerous. We all should want to be followers of the good shepherd. We all should want to be those good shepherds, whether we're priests or whether we're moms and dads. We want to be those good shepherds to form the flock entrusted to us. That's why I always try to be the best. I want to promise you that I'm human. I will make mistakes, but I will never intentionally lead you away from Christ or his church. I will preach the fullness of the gospel, whether it's popular in the world or unpopular. I did not become a priest to win any popularity contest. I have no intention of becoming rich or famous. I only want to be faithful. I want to be a shepherd after the heart of Jesus Christ. And that means I will say things that the culture directly opposes or at least laughs at. And I will challenge you, too, to do what is right, even if it's hard and unpopular, because my goal is to get to heaven and bring you with me to not let you do what you want on earth. And that's why I will be judged when I stand before Christ at the end of my life. Have I been a good shepherd? That's my mission. I heard a story in connection with this about the question of being a shepherd. And it was a bishop who went to Pope John Paul and asked him if he thought that couples would really go to hell if they used contraception. And the Holy Father, knowing that ignorance might diminish their responsibility, he says, maybe not for them, but you might go to hell if you don't tell them that it's wrong. Those words come from John Paul, that many priests not willing to say things because they're hard to preach about, hard for people to hear, but that isn't being a good shepherd. Jesus always spoke and acted to teach what is true, not what was popular. He let the woman who committed adultery go without throwing a stone at her, but he told her that she had to change her life from sin. He wanted everyone to know the Father in heaven, but he chased those out of the temple who were offending the Father's house. He wants us all to receive his body and blood. But many people walked away, didn't want to hear it. It was a hard saying. And he didn't change the teaching, didn't back down, didn't change anything. And that's what a good shepherd looks like. That's what we love about Jesus. That's what I strive to be like as a priest of Jesus Christ. So I ask for your prayers. I pray that I and shepherds, the pope, the bishops, the priests, and you moms and dads, will all be faithful shepherds who love with the heart of Jesus and teach the truth of Jesus.